Welcome everyone to New Heart Church. How are you doing this morning? Everybody doing good? Come on, everybody. You doing good this morning? You feeling good? All right. I hear Doug in the front row. He's ready to do something. I'm liking that. Uh, it is good to see everyone here in the room online. We're so glad you're watching right now. Give a huge shout out. All our family online. We're so glad you're here. Come on. Um, as we're talking about heaven this morning, I, I'm, I'm realizing again how hard it is to talk about heaven. Uh, I, I was studying this week and I was like, this is why pastors don't talk about this. It's too big of a subject. Uh, for those of you who came in this morning and you uh, saw maybe on social media, like, oh, they're going to talk about heaven this week, and now I'm going to get all my questions answered. Uh, uh, just to let you know, that is way too much pressure on me, okay, this morning. You are not going to get that this morning. Hopefully this morning, uh, it, it just kind of, uh, I, I, I hopefully it grabs a little more curiosity for all of us as we talk for the next couple of minutes. Uh, let's, let's all pray. Father, we pray this morning, God, that you would open up our heart. God, that you would open up our minds, so you, God, you would open up our eyes and ears to hear and see, God, what you have planned for us, God, not just here in this life, but, but God, after this life is over. And Father, we pray that, God, it would give us hope and confidence in our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, come on, everybody said amen, amen, amen. If you're here for the first time, man, we're so glad you're here. Uh, you're watching online for the first time. We're so glad that you're watching online. Really believe that it's not an accident that you're here, that God has something for each and every one of us. And uh, if you're here for the first time, we're praying that uh, you feel right at home at New Heart Church. Uh, as I was, um, again, talking and thinking about heaven, realizing uh, maybe one of the reasons why we don't talk about it a lot. I was talking to some, uh, some of the people who go to our church and they're like, oh, man, I... I don't think I've ever heard a sermon about heaven. Um, I, I, I'm reminded again, maybe why we don't talk about it a lot. First, um, it's it's because I, I believe there's there's so many things unknown about heaven. You know, you're like, what is it going to look like? What is it? Okay, what is symbolism? What is not symbolism? What's going to be real? What's it? You know, you just don't know. And, uh, and so there's some people who say, you know, that they've said, oh, I've seen heaven. Or, you know, you read about some of the things in scripture and you're like, okay, maybe I have an idea. But you, you really don't have this, like, concrete of what heaven is going to be like. Um, and then the other reason that maybe we don't talk about it a lot is because it reminds us of our own mortality. Right? Oh, okay, guys, I, you know you're not going to live forever, everyone here. Yeah, <laughs> speak for yourself. Get a bionic hip, baby. I'm ready to go. Uh, the, you know, we, we we have a start and an end to our life, and 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 for some of us, facing that is scary, or like even thinking about it is like, oh, I, I just don't want to even touch that thing. I, I'm reminded of the scripture in Psalm. Um, uh, I was reading uh, just last week, 39 verse 4, Lord, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. And I read that and I was like, no, Lord, don't remind me of that. <laughs> remind me of other fun stuff. You know, like, uh, David, why are you writing this? Like, 
Like he said, remind me how brief my time on earth will be. Remind me that my days are numbered, how fleeting my life is. You've made my life no longer than the width of my hand. My entire lifetime is just a moment to you at best. Each of us is but a breath. You read that and you're like, that doesn't make me feel good at all. You know, like you start realizing, but then it's important to realize that we will not last on this earth forever. That's important to understand because if you think you're gonna live forever here, you will build your life all around what's here. And this stuff doesn't last either. Verse six, we're, we're merely moving shadows. All our busy rushing ends in nothing. Some of you who, who, who just treat your life like it's just one to do thing after another, understand that while that's good to get things done, I'm not talking that that's bad. I'm just telling you, if you think that's the chief reason why you're here on earth, you're gonna come up short again and again. We heap up wealth not knowing who will spend it. Wow. Does everybody understand that one too? Everybody's gonna spend your money sometime. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, all the parents are like, yeah, my kids. Yeah, they do it now. And so, Lord, where do I put my hope? David said, my only hope is in you. See, God, it would be hopelessness if I ended the sermon there. Okay, your life's but a breath. Okay, everybody, let's pray, right? That, that, that would have no hope. But understand that God has hope for us because here's the thing. Even though our life on here is actually has a start and has an end, we are eternal beings and we will spend eternity somewhere. And because of that, God has made heaven as our eternal home. And heaven is something that we have to live with hope and understand that there is a confidence that we can live in our life knowing that I have my eternal home in heaven and nothing is going to shift that. Nothing's gonna change that. Nothing's gonna move that. My, my son loves to build sandcastles. His most frustrating thing about sandcastles are when the waves come and take him out, okay? Maybe some of you are sandcastle connoisseurs and you're like, no, you're gonna build it way away from the wave. Anyway, I wasn't that good. I got real close, built something. I was like, see, son, boom. Then a wave came and he started crying. It was terrible. And we're, we're, I was thinking about that and realizing that this is life. This is life. Sometimes we put too much security in our sandcastle. But understand that, that, that at some point that slate gets wiped clean. But then somebody else will start building something else and somebody else will start building something else. And, and, and if you put too much here, you miss what God has made us to live forever in, which is heaven. You miss it. And when you start missing it, not only do you understand, we start, um, we start missing our uh, perspective, but also heaven, the truth of heaven should really, it, it should change our priorities. The truth of heaven should change our priorities. Now, some of you are like, man, it sounds, heaven like sounds like it's boring. 
Okay, no one thinks that. Everybody, you're like, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. You're like, some of you are like, but the reason that you think it's boring is only because you haven't understood exactly what it is. It's this earth, but it's perfect. It's everything we love. See, we get shadows and glimpses of heaven. Those moments of just inexpressible joy that you've had in your life at one point, imagine that never ending. Now you're starting to understand heaven. And when you start to understand heaven, you, you start shifting your priorities. And Peter was talking to the church and he, and he was talking about this when he said, this is uh, in 1 Peter uh, chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 10. He said this, once you had no identity as a people, but now you're God's people. Some, some of you don't understand that you, uh, you have an identity as, as God's kid now. God's kid. You, you, you have an identity. Now, once you received no mercy, but now you've received God's mercy. So dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. What he was saying is your home isn't here. Your eternal home isn't here. Your, your eternal home isn't here. This is not where you build everything. This is not, I know a savings account is good, but don't put all your hope in it. I, I, I know your job is great, but don't put all your hope in it. I, I know your family time, vacation, and let's go to seaside is awesome, but don't put your hope in it. Don't put your whole life in it because you're really putting hope and life into a sandcastle that will be here once, but will be gone again. And so Peter was trying to tell his, his whole church, he was like, wait, hold on. You're, you're not meant for this. You're, you're not meant to live here. You're not meant to put all your hope here. Some of you are living with brokenness in your heart because all you see is right here. And the brokenness that you see in this world and the hurt that you see in this world is what you think only is going to happen in your life. But I want to let you know that God has heaven as your eternal home where there is no brokenness and there is no sadness and there is no stuff that's going to rip away your heart. And so Peter was trying to remind them, another translation says, uh, live as aliens and strangers. And, and you know, like, like this, is not, this is not your world. This is not your home. Now, don't make it weird. Don't be you like, know, we are from the Lord. You know, like that. Don't do that. But, but you're, this is not home, home. You're here for, remember what, the, what David said, you're here for a breath. This is not home, home. And while God can bring heaven to earth right now, while God can bring stuff, and, and we believe that, and, and I'm not downplaying the stuff that we're going through in our life right now. I'm not trying to have us put blinders on our life and just say, oh, it's okay, just wait till you get to heaven. I know we're going through some stuff, and I really believe that God can break through different things in your life right now and bring heaven to earth right now. Come on, that's why Jesus actually prayed that heaven would invade earth at these moments. So we believe that too, but I'm just trying to make sure for each and every one of us that we don't lose the beauty and the grandeur of what heaven is in our life. Every single one of us living with heaven and eternity 
in our minds and not being overtaken by just trying to build different sandcastles, but being thankful for what heaven could be. I I wrote some things down um, about heaven because I I, I realize that some of us, um, we, we, we try to get certain things. Maybe it's a promotion that we want. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe you're like, man, I don't even care about heaven. I just want a date. If, if somebody would say yes to me, that would be the best thing ever. Uh, you know, <laughs> there's just certain things, big or small, that we're, we're believing for in our life. Uh, but I've seen this over and over in, in people's lives. The minute they get that, they feel like they need the one thing more. The minute they get that one thing that they've been believing for or holding on, they're like, well, just one more step, one more promotion, one more zero on my bank account, one, one more week of vacation, just one, one, some more control, some, some more freedom, some more, whatever it could be. You just keep going over and over and realizing that nothing is really satiating you. Nothing, nothing is really filling that. And so what that means is that if, if, if your desires are not being fulfilled here on this earth, come on, church, if your desires aren't being fulfilled here on this earth, what C.S. Lewis says is so beautiful. He says, if, if I find my desires which nothing in this world can satisfy, satisfy, the only logical explanation is that I was made for another world. My, my, something's not right here like it's just I, I, I'm, I'm made for so I'm trying to get everybody come on church I'm trying to get you to put the pause button on all the stuff that's trying to weight you down and get your eyes on something heavenward that is, that's why the enemy is trying to fight so hard for you not to believe and think about heaven and just think about the next thing you have to do and the next thing you have to do because you don't understand how much hope and how much beauty fills your life when you understand what heaven is for us. We, we, we miss it over and over. And, and, but I could, I, I could remind us all, we, we've all had these thoughts about what could heaven be I had some of these I, I, I wrote down. I, I, I was reminded um, of, of what heaven could be. And then I thought, okay, if I, if, I, uh, if I stood over here and I said, all right, y'all, I got free tickets. Cabo, Hawaii. Well, folks, you, you guys don't want to go. No, Oklahoma City, is that what you... Lord, come on, take your lids off, people. There's better places. I get Bricktown's cool, but, let, you know, like, <laughs> Fiji, come on, let, you know, Bahamas, come on, yeah, come on, pretty mama, you know, like, I'll do a whole Beach Boy song right now. Like, if I said, if I said, I got free tickets. You can come. Free tickets, you can go. And also, not only uh, you have this free ticket, but but once you get there, I'll wall off the outside world and you can just stay there. And nothing that's happening on the outside world will bother you. Where are you? 
Okay. Oh, also, I'll add this one. Uh, if you can, uh, anybody you want to go with you, if you can get them to come with you, they can come too. Yeah. Don't you think I'd have a line here? So yeah, I, I would have a lot. I, hopefully I would have a lot. Some of you are liars, but yeah, I would have a lot. So you would be beating me up trying to find the tickets to get to all of this stuff, inviting all your friends and family. Why? Because you know what that paradise would be. But when we say heaven, I don't know if we think paradise. We have more of an idea of a vacation spot. And wow, I would do anything for that. But then when we feel, when we say heaven, we think, oh yeah, when I die, I get to go there. It's cool. But you know what Paul wrote to the Corinthians? What he, he was writing in 2 Corinthians. He said this. He said, that I was caught up to what? Paradise. That's what Paul described it as. He saw it and said, I was caught up to what? Paradise. Jesus, when he was on the cross, looking at a thief, what did he say? Today you'll be with me in where there's no death no suffering no funeral homes no abortion clinics no psychiatric wards no missing children no drug rehabilitation centers no bigotry no muggings no killings no racism no worry no depression no economic downturns no wars no unemployment no anguish over failure or miscommunication no con men no locks no death no mourning, no pain, no boredom, no arthritis, no handicaps, no cancer, no taxes. No, no bills, no computer crashes, no weeds, no bombs, no drunkenness, no traffic jam and accidents, no mental illness. Close friendships, but no clicks. Laughter, but no put-downs, no hidden agendas, no backroom deals, no betrayals. Imagine mealtimes full of stories, laughter, and joy without fear of insecurity, insensitivity, inappropriate behavior, anger, gossip, lust, jealousy, hurt feelings, or anything that eclipses joy. This will be heaven. There won't be churches or temples in the new universe, not because they're bad, but because they won't be necessary. Won't need to be drawn into God's presence. We'll live there constantly and consciously. We'll thank God profoundly, worship and praise him together, whether we're working in the garden, singing, riding bikes, or drinking coffee, because there's no reason that there won't be coffee trees in heaven. <laughs> Jesus said, blessed are you who hunger now for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, when they exclude you, and when they insult you. Rejoice in that day and leap for joy because great, look at this, great is your reward in heaven. Jesus is saying the stuff that you're fighting now, 
nothing compared to what you're going to be in. It's heaven, it's paradise, and it's forever. It never ends. See, we don't know what forever really is. We'll say the word, but we really don't know what it is because none of us have ever seen anything last forever. But heaven and paradise is forever. No one will go hungry. Everyone will be satisfied. No one will weep. Everyone will laugh. Because this is heaven. Come on. This is paradise. This is our hope. This is our future. This is what we're inviting everybody into. We're, we're trying to get a slice of heaven here on earth. And we're inviting people to become a part of our church and our family. And, and people, we, we want them to experience heaven and earth. But we're really, even more than that, we want them to populate heaven forever. Come on. This, this is paradise. This is going to last forever. This is the one ticket you want to have. This is, this is not an escapism theology, but this is the realest thing that you can have in your life to understand that Jesus is preparing something for each and every one of us. Oh, that's a hope like you've never had hope before and brings a joy in your heart that you've never had before. It should uplift your week. It shouldn't make you stick your head in the sand and just wait to die. It should make you feel like, man, I'm so thankful that I can be here on earth right now and know that I can see heaven fill this place, but no wind I pass from this life to the next, I can live in some place that is full of joy and will never ever stop. This is my hope. This is my confidence. And I want us to, to live like this. It should change your life, not make you just put your head in the sand. So, so in this moment, we're gonna... Uh, listen to this song and, and hear this story and I just want for the next couple of minutes can you please with me push the pause button on all the stuff and, and and just let the reality of heaven sink even deeper into all of our hearts let's do this together when I was 23 years old my father passed away he struggled for years against a hereditary heart condition. Year after year, we tried new surgeries, new medicines, anything we could think of that might help his heart until we wound up looking at a transplant. I remember the day when he called me and told me that the surgery was going to happen that day, that they'd gotten him a new heart. I was excited and hopeful, never expecting that it would be our last conversation. Something went wrong after the surgery, and I got a call letting me know that my father hadn't made it. Losing my dad crushed me. But thankfully, being surrounded by family, friends, and mentors, I never walked through it alone. I look back now and can actually see all the blessings that came out of such a broken time. I can see all the ways God truly made beauty come out of ashes. It still saddens me that he's gone. But though losing him was hard, he's not actually lost. He's exactly where he's supposed to be, with Jesus. 
Today, I'm happily married and a dad to two beautiful kids. When I look at them, I see a lot of myself, but I also see my father. Sometimes the thought will hit me that I really wished my dad got to meet them. But just as quickly as it comes, I'm reminded again that my dad is in the presence of Jesus. And one day, because my hope is in Jesus, I'll see him face to face again. And because I'm raising my children to have their trust and their hope in Christ alone, one day, they will too. Everybody here in the room, if you would just close your eyes, just you and God at this moment. Let's make this uh, even more of a holy moment than it already has been, just even quiet, all the other stuff. I know we're so used to getting ready to do our next thing, but just here this moment, you and God. Watching online right now, wherever you're watching on a phone, a computer, TV screen right now, just you and God. And I want to ask this question as we're talking about heaven, it, it would be a huge miss if we as a church didn't offer for every single person that's here in the room or watching on line right now, if you didn't have an opportunity to say, God, God, I want to make sure my life is aimed to heaven. I want to make sure that I have the security that, that when I leave this life, I have my security in heaven. And, and, and God said, if you trust in my son, Jesus, not only does your life on this earth change, but your life for eternity changes. And you can have hope that will never fade hope that never leaves. So right here, right now, with your eyes closed, just you and God, if that's you, if you've never made that decision, but you want to this morning, I want you to put your hand over your heart wherever you are, just as a, it just signifies, God, this is me. I want, I want my life to be hidden with you. I want my life to end in heaven. I want my life to have the trust that you are my God and Savior. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, just keep your hand on your heart. You're watching online right now. I don't care where you are. Just put your hand over your heart. And we're going to pray out loud together, all of us. And for all of you who have already made this decision, that's awesome. Uh, we're going to ask you to reaffirm your faith in Jesus. And, and But also not just reaffirm your faith, but but let everyone know that might be praying this prayer for the first time. That they're not alone. That we're all in this together and that we're praying this prayer together and so uh for those of you who are praying this prayer for the first time or maybe the first time in a long time you got your hand over your heart i want to ask you to to mean this prayer with everything that you have i'm gonna i'm gonna pray you just repeat after me but mean these words in church let's say it out loud let everyone hear you come on let's pray together say dear jesus, dear jesus I, thank you I thank you for your love for your, love, your mercy, mercy and your grace your and I ask you, I ask you to, forgive me to forgive me of all my sin, all my, sin, all my, mistakes. All my mistakes. Give me the grace, me the grace to, follow to follow you with all of my heart, of my heart. for the rest, of my life. the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, In Jesus name. amen.